Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. This week we are very excited to talk about Disney+. Plus. Um, we've kind of already talked about it a little bit, but it's finally available to the public, so we had a lot of fun diving in, and mm-hmm. we're excited to share our experiences. Yeah, now that we have first-hand experience. Exactly. And we also watched the reality series on Netflix with um, created by Charlie XCX about, um, what's it called? Nasty Cherry? It's like, I'm with the band. Yeah. I think I'm it's Nasty Cherry colon, I'm with the band. Yes, that's it. And it's kind of where she created this girl band and kind of the ups and downs of that. We can get into that as well. So for our top threes, we're kind of... We're sticking with the reality theme. Yes. Especially because, I mean, not to jump ahead to TV news or anything, but a big reality TV news bomb was dropped for us Utahns. Huge bomb. Like, our biggest news bomb in a long time. Yeah. Because Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is officially going to be a thing. And... I used to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, actually. Okay. That's the only one I've ever really watched. I've never watched a season. Because um, even I feel like when my friends were watching it, it had already been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to just dive in. Yes. And I know there's like a hierarchy of which are the good ones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that stuff. Yeah. I love Andy Cohen mm-hmm. as a person. Yes. But that's, like, where my knowledge begins and ends. Yes. And, like, the photo of John Mayer with all the housewives. Exactly. But, like, yeah, that's the extent of my knowledge. But I would probably watch it. And oh. I'm very intrigued to who's casted and how it's going to all roll out. Exactly. Could not be more intrigued by this. No. Yeah. So. So, reality TV. It's a big week for it. We're going to rank our top three favorite reality TV stars slash personalities because we're pretty sure we talked about our favorite reality TV shows at one point. We Mm -hmm. have a hard time keeping track. Jordan, who is your number three favorite reality TV star? So my number three comes from what I consider to be the peak of the Bachelor franchise, mm-hmm. Bachelor Pad. Mm. That's my favorite version of the show. Same. Um, it's just so, 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 so fun how it's like they have challenges they have to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like Survivor plus Bachelor. Yeah. And you don't even have to be dating your teammate. In fact, I think sometimes the pairs do better when they're not <laughs> actually like romantically involved, which I mm-hmm. think is just like a funny twist and... There's still the drama of Bachelor, and there's still roses, but they also have to compete in, like, physical games, and there's kissing contests. Anyway, it's great. Um, My favorite person on Bachelor Pad um, was Mike Stagliano. Okay. Who's the one who was... I didn't watch his season of... He was on a season of Bachelorette, Mm -hmm. and that was from before I watched the show. He's the one who, this season of Bachelor Pad, he... And his ex were both in the cast as it was like a surprise to both of them. Mm -hmm. They ended up pairing up because they're like, they were still friendly. And Mike was like still in love with her. But then she started hooking up with this other guy in Mm -hmm. the house and he didn't know about it until the finale episode when the guy like proposed to her. 
and it was live on TV and he was completely blindsided and like thought they were going to get back together and it was so painful. Oh my gosh, and it was, poor guy. It was really sad because he was like really, really funny and sweet and he was like the comic relief of the season so mm-hmm. I loved him anyway and then like it was drama-rama when he was just crushed and like the cameras were on him and he's like, seriously, like you're going to leave the cameras on? He's like, no one's going to bring me a drink of water. <laughs> it was crazy. So it was just Where wild, right? now? Do you know? No. <laughs> I don't like follow him now or anything, but. Hopefully he's in a good place. Yeah, I feel like he, I think he like got married or something. Good. But, as yeah. good of a place you could ever be, right? Oh, that's just, that's the pinnacle <laughs> of life. And if he's not married, I'm single and I would happily, I, I will reach out to him and. Like, remind him of these great memories. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, so he's my number three. And as kind of a representative of Bachelor Pad, too. Yes. I love it. My number three is Ty Pennington from Extreme Makeover. Boom. And Trading Spaces. And Trading Spaces. That, yes. Yes. But he's obviously not the star. Like, that's how I know him, because I didn't watch Extreme Makeover that much. I watched Trading Spaces a ton, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I was actually trying to choose between Paige Davis of Trading Spaces or Ty Pennington. Two icons. I know. Ty Pennington, I was, like, so obsessed with him. He was so hot. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, cute and funny. Yeah. And one time he came to do, like, a meet and greet in Utah at Valley Fair Mall. What? Which is a mall that's, like, kind of in, like, the... Wrong side of town. It's it's our worst mall, I'd say. And my mom wouldn't let me go, and it was devastating. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still hurt by it. He's the one that got away. He really is. Ty Peddington. How old were you when he, he did that? Uh, like 13. Yeah, not even 13. I think I was like 10 or 11. Oh wow. Um, and he was in his 40s, probably. Oh yeah. Looked good. <laughs> he looked the very good. Carpenter strength mm-hmm. he was um on one of the floats when my family and i went to the rose parade oh fun and we were all like ah because we <laughs> loved trading spaces we were like it's time it's just Whoa. really good my uh lip smacks are always really bad when i'm talking about like hot dudes <laughs> so sorry about that we can't help it wow that's a great one thank you he's just like so charismatic and charming thank you it's good that he got his own show and stuff mm-hmm my number two is my favorite wacky villain on my probably my all time favorite reality show, America's Next Top Model, is Jade, who's in Cycle Six, my favorite season. Mm-hmm. Um, she was just like she's the one with all the best quotes of the whole entire show. The one who said the legendary, uh, "This is not America's Next Top Best Friend," still relevant today. <laughs> um, she was just so wild and like. Also, this was such early in, like, our current era of reality TV that I don't, I really don't think she was putting on an act, like, trying to be make it on TV mm-hmm. and be, like, a character. I really think she was just, like, delusional. And I just enjoy watching that, like, an actual crazy person instead of, like, someone who's just saying the right things to get airtime. Mm-hmm. To me, she is an icon. And I have no idea where she is now. Yeah. Uh, like, is she modeling? I mean, she might be, but it's, like, even on the show, like, that's usually, like, 19-year-olds, and she, I think, was, like, 28 or something. (laughs) 
So, yeah, a legend. I was trying to think of, because I honestly don't watch, like, a lot of reality television at all, really, anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine um, are all, like, old. Yeah. So I was trying to think of my favorite reality TV shows from when I was younger, and... One that I was obsessed with was the Ashley Simpson show. I thought her reality show was very good. What was it called again? The Ashley Simpson show. Oh, okay. Show. There you go. <laughs> well, I was confusing it with, like, Brittany and Kevin, like, chaotic or whatever oh, that was. And I couldn't yeah. remember if she had some goofy name like that. No. Was that and, with, like, Ryan Cabrera and well, stuff? Well, you're beating me to my point. Edit that out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. My number two is Ryan Cabrera. Wow. <laughs> See, it's so funny because I, like, did not watch that show, and so I wouldn't have even known he was a reality star. Yeah, he was in it, and it was great. And I was obsessed with him. I was obsessed with his um, album. I still listen to it quite frequently. <laughs> Do Echo you wish Park. you could like, find a boyfriend that had that hairdo? No. <laughs> and if you go Google him or look him up now, he literally has the same hairdo today. Oh my it's gosh. actually hilarious. Do you think you could pick him out of a crowd with, if he did not have that haircut? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I have no idea what his face looks like. Yeah. That'd be a fun test, though, of my love. Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Who's your number one? My number one is someone who I am a diehard stan of. Adam Lambert of American Idol. Ooh. Uh, the seasons, I didn't watch every season of American Idol, mm-hmm. but it was like whatever season that my whole family was watching, we were like obsessed with it. Yeah. And Adam Lambert's season, it's like, it's always, they're always talented singers, mm-hmm. whatever, but he was like approaching all of his weekly performances like he was already a rock star mm-hmm. and would like, work with the lighting people and, like, choreograph things with the backup singers and, like, would actually be inventive that it was, like, clearly miles above the other people. Because, like, Mm -hmm. they're just rando people, like, doing karaoke. Yeah. And being great, like, the best karaoke performers ever. Mm -hmm. And then, but he was approaching it like this was his own show. Yeah. Which is genius. It was so good. It's, like, kind of funny that he didn't win. He lost to Chris Allen, but like, <laughs> Which, who? Has he done anything? <laughs> no, but it's almost like it was one of those situations where it was better for him not to win because then he's not like locked in with a label or whatever. Yeah. But I have read this on his Wikipedia page. To this day, he's the only contestant on that show to ever get a standing ovation from Simon Cowell. Only? Ever? Ever. Wow. It was his performance of Mad World. Mm-hmm. And I just think that says it all. <laughs> I wish he had a better career Mike now. Joe. You know? Yeah. Because I really think he's so I talented. Mean, he was in Taylor Swift's music video just barely, so he can't be doing that bad. You know what? I take it back. That's so true. Yeah. And he's, like, right now the acting frontman of Queen, and which is, like, a great use of his skill. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I will stand him forever. Good. I love that. Thank you. I don't often get to express my passion for Adam Lambert, but... So this is the perfect opportunity. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this is the real reason that I, I wanted a podcast. <laughs> um, my number one is Lauren Conrad from The Hills and the Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. Oh my gosh. 
And um, it's funny because I was actually talking about her with a friend like last week and we were talking about how she actually kind of sucks. If you like think about all the things that she did and like how she reacted to situations. Like she's just like very like judgy. But you know, I envy her because of who she's dated. I always felt like she was like living my ideal life. Mm-hmm. The life I wish I like dreamed up for myself when I was watching that. So when I was like 12 years old. Yeah. Well, and she looks like when you're a kid, like how you want every teenager to look. Yeah. Like she's just so perfectly beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted someone to call me. I wanted a best friend to call me TG and like we could call her whatever her name was and less her initials were. <laughs> But I thought that Elsie and Lo were, like, the coolest nicknames in the whole entire world. They're adorable. Yeah. And it's genius when you have the same name as, like, your friend. So yeah, which I did. Born? So we would so call... So it would be, like, T and TG. We would call each other G and Y. Oh, so it's very, like, Gossip Girl, but with last names. Yeah, too. a little bit. That's cute. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... Yeah. So well, I, she's like an icon of reality TV of an era. Yeah. I loved I her. Probably, I was always Team LC more than Team Kristen. Yes. And I've probably watched, if I counted up all the hours of reality TV, I think she would be the number one that I've watched. Mm-hmm. And she also ended up marrying William Tell, which is another dream of mine that I had in uh, ninth grade. So... So there you go. She basically is still living my dream life, so. Really sticking it to you. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> well, that's a great number one pick. Thank you. Um. Also, I just want to confirm, because I just did co- some quick research to make sure I wasn't lying about the one standing ovation. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay. The internet doesn't lie. Me and the internet. You can trust both of us. But what about when Simon Cowell brought One Direction together? Did he ever give them a standing ovation on... Well, On Adam Lambert's Wikipedia page, they don't talk about Simon's behavior on The X Factor. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Just, just checking. You know what, Harry? I feel like they could have earned, they very well could have earned a standing ovation. Yeah. You just never know. But yeah, because I remember- I watched those videos and I thought that he did, but I honestly could be making that up in my head. I don't know. maybe he got more generous as he got a little older, you know? Yeah. Or something. After he had a kid of his own. Um, yeah. He's like, these boys remind me of my own child. <laughs> well, we can burn through TV news. I feel like there's a lot. I agree. We already talked about probably the most major one personally to both of us. Mm-hmm. The really house, the real, the really housewives, the real housewives of Salt Lake City. Still crazy. We mm-hmm. haven't gotten over it in the last uh, few minutes. No. Book Smart is on Hulu t- starting today. So excited and. Like, I feel like that is, I'm going to enjoy that even more on repeat watches. Yeah. I'll, like, appreciate new jokes, especially because by the end of that movie, I loved all the characters. And at the mm-hmm. beginning, I was like, I don't know if I like anyone. Yeah, I was, like, a little bit confused. Yeah, so now I'll start it loving them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's great. This week, wasn't it, like, the day after Disney Plus dropped, Netflix signed a deal with Nickelodeon? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy, which... 
I'm excited because now I can rewatch literally everything I watched as a kid. Exactly. And I did, I didn't know this until I was seeing news about the Nickelodeon Netflix stuff is that I hadn't realized that HBO Max also has all the rights to Cartoon Network, which I watched a lot less than the others, but like, that's still kind of crazy. It's like all, all the children's entertainment back in the day, you know? Covered all our bases. Oh, another thing that was announced just after we published our episode last week was that a Friends reunion special is in the works on HBO Max. Yes. I don't know what that entails. I didn't read anything, but it's happening. So all the people who have been asking for that can calm the hell down. Everyone needs to calm down because I'm also... People who think that they need to complain about Friends constantly also need to calm down. Yeah. It's just, I don't, I, I don't get why all of a sudden people are like, I have a hot take. Friends is the worst show ever made. I'm like, first of all, it's not that hot of a take. People, everyone says people that. A lot of like people that. say that. B, it's just weird. It feels sudden to me. Yeah. It's like there was a big influx of friends, just friends in general. Enemies. Yeah. Frenemies. <laughs> it's just so weird. Cause I'm like. You don't have to love it, but, like, we can all acknowledge that it's, like, an iconic sitcom yeah. in sitcom slash television history. Yeah. So, I just... But, like, let just people like me. it. Yeah, like, you... No one's forcing... Sitting you at, at gunpoint to watch Friends. No. Get over it. Like, we didn't get this mad about Big Bang Theory. No. <laughs> I... People are allowed to like shows. Yeah. I don't agree with my dad when he watches Big Bang Theory, but I let him do his thing. Yeah, because we're nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other little thing, just because I'm so intrigued by the American Crime Story, they announced that Clive Owen's going to play Bill Clinton. Oh, yeah. Which is very interesting. Yeah. I haven't seen him in anything for a really long time, but I think he'll be probably really great. This isn't technically TV news, but it was something I saw on Twitter and wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I thought it was so funny. Mark Duplass went on a one-man Oscar campaign for the for Paddleton. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like, all around LA. And he had made all these, like, homemade posters. And it's really funny. It's hilarious. Which I was also appreciative of the reminder of that movie. Yeah. I was like, oh, I almost forgot about it. Totally. Well, that is, that's all the news I had. Did you have anything else? Nope. That's all I have, too. Perfect. First things first, we're going to, let's talk Netflix's reality TV series, Nasty Cherry, I'm in the Band. We haven't really discussed this at all together, so I'm intrigued to hear how you liked it. Yeah. I mean, a quick summary. Sure. Which is good because, like, I needed one before I started the show, too. Mm-hmm. So, basically, Charlie XCX, like, hand-picked people for girls to be in, like, to form a girl group. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of a pop-punk band is, like, her vibe she wants. One of them is, like, one, two of them, maybe, or two of her old friends. Yeah, one of them was her drummer on tour yes. once. Yeah. And the other one is, like, one of her friends. Yeah. And the other two, it's, like, I mean, this is... Part of my opinion on it is that it would have been really nice to have, like, maybe a full episode all about the formation of the band. Yes, because it was, like, a long time going because one of her friends didn't even know how to play the bass. And so she took a whole year of her 
career on pause and learned how to play the bass. Yeah. Like, none of that was shown. No, and I would have loved to see that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like she made this band, two of whom are professional musicians. One of the lead singer is a professional model. Mm -hmm. And the fourth girl is her friend (laughs) who's like, her profession is set design. Yeah. Which did you look up her IMDb? No. So the two main movies that she was assistant set director on were the second Avengers movie and The Last Jedi. Oh, whoa. Isn't that insane? They should have mentioned that because yeah. I feel like that would have helped to make it seem like an even bigger deal. Totally. That she just like dropped everything and moved yeah. to be the bassist in this band. Yeah. So basically they all dropped everything and like moved their lives to LA and lived in a house. Yeah. Like Charlie bought them a house to like live in all together. Yes. So it's kind of like she's doing like a social experiment mm-hmm. making them all be a band. Yes. And... Mm-hmm. Charlie has said before, she said, I was planning on making this band, and so I kind of was just like, I took it to Netflix, and I was like, I'm making this band, do you want to be a part of it and have a reality series about it? And like, I'm going to do it whether you say yes or no, but I think this is a great opportunity, and they took her up on it. Yeah, and so I hadn't known that the show was going to be like, pretty classic reality TV, I didn't either. Like, it, I my first initial note is, like, it's like if The Hills were about a band instead of Teen Vogue interns. Yeah. Kind of. Except they're also all roommates. hmm I think I was kind of expecting more of, like, a little docu-series. Me too. Exactly. As opposed to reality TV. Yeah. It had just been so long since I had watched reality TV that it took me a while to get in the hang of watching reality TV again. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, Especially because it's not, like, a competition reality show, which no. I watch more often yeah. than, like, the Kardashians or Real Housewives stuff, where it's just, like, literally just following people. Yes. Day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. I did think that, like, yeah, once you get in the groove of it, I thought the drama was pretty entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also really liked seeing, like, songwriting process and, like, emotions and, like, pressure and stress. Mm-hmm. Although I did think that I was the most into it in, like, the first half. Oh, that's that's weird because I'm the complete opposite. Really? I did not like it until, like, about episode three, and then I was very into it. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. However, I will add, one of the main plot points is, like, um, trouble with one of the bandmates. Um, her name is Chloe. And I thought she was the most annoying human on planet Earth. I wrote, <laughs> Chloe is so eye-rolly. Like, well, when she talks to her mom for advice, I was like, listen to your freaking mom. Well, I, one of the notes I took was, I wish her mom were in the band and not her. <laughs> well, her mom is, like, so beautiful. Yeah, I was, like, very confused how she was her mom. Well, and it is funny because, like, each of the girls... I had, it was like, it was just very, I felt, it felt realistic because each of the girls, especially towards the beginning, I was like, that's annoying that you did that. Yeah. Like a human just is like that. Mm-hmm. Except for probably Debbie. Debbie never really bugged me. No. She, she was just perfect. like said it like it was. Yeah. And, but was still nice and like warm. And, and funny. smart. Yeah. And like good at the drums. Yeah. And cool. Yeah. By the end, I was like, I cannot believe that 
like they're continuing this with Chloe at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was just like extremely selfish. Everything she said, I was like, are you thinking about anyone else? Yeah. And, well, just, and, like, and not willing to explain why she was like acting feeling, out. Yeah. Feeling upset. It was just like baffling and I just wanted to like shake her. It was crazy. Yeah, I th- I think it was pretty good reality TV. Yeah, I did too. I actually uh, enjoyed it, and mm-hmm. I was actually kind of sad that it was only six episodes. So I wonder if yeah. they will continue if there's a second season, because it basically stops with their only having one single out, mm-hmm. and I know th- they have like three singles out. And they, I saw, I was looking them up on Twitter today, and mm-hmm. they have an EP dropping later this month, I think. Okay, that makes sense. And I was listening to their songs, because I, I follow Charlie on Instagram, but I had never really looked Nasty Cherry up. Oh, I've been listening to them for, like, a couple months. They're I really good. I like them. Yeah. It's honestly, it's really funny. I think what I loved about the first half of the season was, like, they're practicing, and they sound horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't sound good, and, like, the lead singer doesn't sound good when they're singing, when she's singing along with stuff, mm-hmm. and then once they finally start, like, recording everything, I was like, oh, they're, like, awesome. Yeah. And their songs are really good. Yeah. It's it's really funny, and it's kind of like how a lot of bands, like, uh, like Spice Girls, for example, mm-hmm. like, they all individually won a contest, and then we're in a band together. Mm-hmm. And, like, well, it's, like, in One Direction. So yeah. it's just, like, funny because, like, I don't hear that much anymore about bands that were formed by someone else. Yeah, like, they were forced to be together. Yeah, and, like... As opposed to, like, choosing to be together. Exactly. Like, that would be such a challenge to creatively collaborate with someone that you didn't even choose to be in your band with you. Mm-hmm. So it was really fascinating. And, yeah, I liked it. I think people should watch it. Yeah. It was also very quick. I feel like we always have to mention that now. Yeah. Well, it's a huge selling point for shows. Yeah. There are a couple... It's like the episodes vary in length, I mm-hmm. noticed. Some are only like 25 minutes. Some of the early ones are like 38. Mm-hmm. But they really fly by. Yeah. There's only do. six. And I haven't really watched any Netflix reality shows. Um, I've only watched like Great, Break- Great British Bake yeah. Off. And that's it. So I thought that was like a fun thing for Netflix to dip their toes into. Mm-hmm. It felt like throwback like MTV stuff. Like, making the band mm-hmm. vibes. Like, this is exactly something that I would have watched on MTV in high school. Totally. And cool that it's all girls. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. And I really liked Charlie in it. And I really oh, liked yeah. Charlie's friend, em- Emmy, mm-hmm. who manages them. Yeah. I liked... It was fun. Yeah. It was fun to um, go back to my reality TV watching days. Give it a, give it a try. Disney Plus. I'll be honest... I was a little hesitant. I was like, I don't know if there's anything on here that I absolutely need right this second. But the day it came out, I saw everyone posting about it, and I had a lot of FOMO. (laughs) And so I finagled my way into an account. And even right after signing up and my first task of creating my profile image, (laughs) I had a Disney high like I was in Disneyland, and it was just so fun. Mm-hmm. And I've been asking everyone who they chose for their profile photo, and I've been judging everyone for who they chose, and it's just been a lot of fun. <laughs> Who's been? What's has been the lamest photo, in your opinion? 
of the lamest. I mean, someone who I found out today who didn't even know they could choose a photo, and so it was just like uh, Mickey that was like de- given to them, like the without. default Mickey. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't say anyone's like lame. If anything, it's just been like amazing at how perfect people have been. Um, Jordan, what's yours? I picked um, Sleeping Beauty. Is that your favorite princess? Well, it's hard because I think she is, even though it's not like Sleeping Beauty is my number one favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I just always really loved her in um, Once Upon a Dream in the sing-along songs. Mm-hmm. I was always like a mini girl. Okay. So I might go back to mini, but I also just liked how Sleeping Beauty's icon looked. Yeah, it was pretty. It was really Sorry pretty. ruining the, the beautiful scheme of profiles. We share an it's account. Okay. So... Um, when I got in, Jordan had already chosen Sleeping Beauty and, um, another person had already chosen Ariel. And then I chose Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of broke up the beauty, but it was. The fun. colors actually all look great together because yeah. it's like teal is like Nick's tight little t-shirt. <laughs> It's just so funny because why is he the only Jonas brother to get an icon? It's so weird because I guess there's the TV show Jonas, but Camp Rock is like the biggest Disney thing and Joe is technically like the lead in that. It's so crazy. But whatever. Okay, so what have you been watching? Um, The old stuff I've been watching ton of even Stevens. I watched Smart Guy. I watched Recess. I watched Kim Possible. Are these and they all, all head up. Who held up? That was my question. I thought they... I've been having a great time. They've all been really fun, as I remember. New stuff. I have watched both episodes of The Mandalorian, which I'm enjoying, but I will say I've, I'm have a little bored in some parts. Mm-hmm. But I like the way it looks, and I like that it's very different than, like, the new Star Wars stuff we have. Mm-hmm. So I'm still going to keep watching it, but I find my mind drifting yeah. in the middle of the episodes. And I did also watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh, did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I've heard really great things about it's, it. It's really cute. My only complaint is that it's also dropping one a week, and so I have to wait. Because oh. I feel like it's something that would be really fun to binge. Yeah. But it's also, it's another Salt Lake City thing. Mm-hmm. That's like, we're like on the map. It's pretty crazy. Are there like places you'd know in um, it? Well, they haven't really left the high school Okay. Yeah, but it's funny because they talk about Salt Lake a lot. Yeah, that's funny. So yeah, it's fun. Um, I've really only had time to watch uh, Lizzie McGuire, but that also still holds up. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first episode I chose to watch was the bra episode because I <laughs> feel like I quote that all the time. It's like one of the most iconic moments in television. And um, But then we watched the pilot and... She's just so cute, and everything is just great, and I just couldn't stop, like, couldn't help myself but, like, just smile the whole time. Yeah, it just, it really is just, like, so comforting Mm -hmm. to go back to these old shows, and I don't know. And it's, like, it's also validating because, like, I don't think it's, I'm only enjoying these because of nostalgia. Yeah. Like, I think they're genuinely, they were really good shows made for kids. Yeah, and I was actually just going to say, I am very curious if, like, a preteen today would still find joy in these shows. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to find some and quiz them. I am excited about having Dan in real life somewhere. That's one of the things I'm most excited to watch. 
a show that is not on Disney Plus that I'm upset about is Model Behavior. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about the wonderful world of Disney shows. Yeah. Because, hello. Yeah. They seem to be fair game. Um, Another thing I saw people talking about on Twitter was Proud Family. Hey, Apparently yeah. Apparently that's available on some other Disney thing. And I don't know. I didn't read too much into it. But I thought that was kind of sad. Yeah, there have been a couple ones that I'm surprised not to see on there. Like the famous Jet Jackson. Yes. Which I also loved. Also, me and Jordan were both pretty upset to see Max Keeble's Big Move available. But then once you click on it, uh, it says it won't be available until like December 2020. Mm-hmm. Which is very upsetting. Like, don't show us the that it's there. If it's not actually there. It's so rude. Um, I think there's definitely a few kinks that Disney Plus will have to work out, but I've been pretty impressed. Yeah, I'm, yeah. The spark hasn't worn off for me yet. Good. In this honeymoon phase yeah. of Disney Plus. <laughs> Still very committed. Like, I am I was really happy that I liked Nasty Cherry so much, but I was like, okay, I'm done now. I can go back to the one even soon. <laughs> but, um, Yeah. Good. I can't wait. And there's still so many new originals that I'm excited about. Yeah. Like, I was always more excited, like, Star Wars shows, like, I was more excited about the spinoff they're doing about Diego Luna's character from Rogue One, because mm-hmm. I love him, than I was about Mandalorian. And yes. so it's like, there's just so much that we still have along the horizon. Yeah, true. It'll be a great year of Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but my crush is related to Disney Plus. <laughs> Mine is not, so you take it away. Okay, great. So my crush this week is, and I think it's a lot of people's crush of the week, is Donnie Stevens. <laughs> because I think all of us did not realize that there's this, like, really, 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 really hot guy in the Stevens family that was just right there Missed. under our noses because <laughs> we were children. And he was too old to be playing a high schooler. <laughs> Like, I think I looked up all their ages, and he's literally 10 years older than Shia LaBeouf. What the heck? And he's, like, supposed to be, like, three grades older than him or something. But um, he's really hot and really funny. And so it's just been a joy to to watch even Stevens as a grown woman. (laughs) (laughs) Find new loves. That is really, really, really funny. And now I'm looking at pictures, and I'm like, oh, yeah. He's, He's just, like, straight up hot. Just like a classic hunk. Have you looked up where he is now? No. I like to just keep, uh, keep people as they were in my brain. I don't want to be depressed about yeah. that. Probably for the best. Well, my crush of the week comes from Saturday Night Live because Harry Styles hosted and was the performer, so I couldn't not choose Harry Styles. I would be disappointed if you chose anyone else. Yes. Um, his opening monologue was literally perfect. There were some good skits. I wouldn't say they were all, like, hilarious, but I thought that he was hilarious in all of them. Maybe I'm biased, but... He's, he's a performer. Yeah, he's, he's just he has a so gift. fun to watch. It was so fun to see his different hairstyles, hear his different ass... Ass... ass <laughs> Freudian <accents>. slip. <laughs> Both of his performances I really loved, and he was perfect, and... I'm just sad for SNL that he can't be a full-time cast member. They they could really benefit. And I will also say I could have chose John Hamm, 
but I didn't. John Hamm was on SNL, and it was honestly like a little too perfect for me. I almost died. It's like they stalked your social media to cast this Mm -hmm. week. There was, at the end of the episode, John and Harry embrace, and it's very cute, and I rewound it and watched it about seven times. Well, it's good you chose Harry, because how often do you get to choose him as your TV crush of the week? Literally never. I don't know if I ever have. It was, you had to. Thank you. We will catch you next week. Happy Disney Plusing. It's a good day. Good week. Great day. It's a good life. (laughs) A good It's like that Bob Michael Buble song. (laughs) 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 Who I hate, but it's perfect, because it's like, (laughs) and I'm feeling good. That's how I feel about Dis- me to Disney Plus. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs>